I have a theory, hear it out. I saw a shirt on Instagram one day that said, seize the day with the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man. I thought it was genius and it got me thinking about a couple things. One, yes, our society is totally set up for white men to have a lot of confidence because they have a lot of opportunity. So why wouldn't they have confidence? More power to them. Well, actually, <laughs> we can talk about that later. But men in general are very much more connected to and comfortable with the root chakra and the organ that belongs there. Women have so much shame around this area of our body that how are we going to feel confident if we can never feel safe in our own skin, if we are never rooted in our own grounded center, in our root chakra, in our pelvic floor, in our pussy? That's what this episode is about. And that is what this episode is going to give you the tools to do. Connect into your root chakra so that you have more than the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man. You're listening to The Boundless Heart, the podcast empowering women into shameless self-respect. We all deserve that. If you don't respect yourself shamelessly, stay tuned. Also, independence and equal partnership. I'm your host, LC, and I am so into this subject because it's important. It's not about sex. That's the thing. It's about health and well-being, radiance, being alive, and owning our own bodies. This subject is about owning our own bodies so that the men on Capitol Hill cannot. Coco Berlin is a pelvic floor specialist. She wrote the book called Pussy Yoga, and I know so many of you have been waiting for this one, so let's jump right in with Coco. Let's take care of something that can be a little bit triggering. The word pussy. You originally published this book in German. Is the title as controversial in German as it is in English? Originally, I thought, yes, it's everywhere the same word. But then uh, when I published the English version, I saw on the response in the American market that it's really, really a huge word. So women feel really very uncomfortable around it, more than I ever thought. I, I have seen like there were like so many women using pussy as an empowering word saying, yes, we want to reclaim it. And there was the bestseller by Regina Thomas Hauer. Pussy, a reclamation, and so many feminists have used this word. So I thought it would be perfectly safe if I am just following this train and using this word. Because when I was approached to write this book by a publisher in Germany, they knew my work and they wanted to write this pelvic floor book. But my method is called pelvic floor integration because we integrate the pelvic floor into the body and it's a huge concept. And then I thought, well, pussy, yeah, my work has something to do with sex, but not so much. And my work has something to do with pussy, but also not so much because the pelvic floor is a wider web and it's connected to everything. So yeah, I just thought, okay, let's go with pussy. It will for sure raise some attention. And in Germany, it was a bestseller. It was a number three bestseller of all books sold in Germany. Can you imagine? But in the US so far, not so much. I think everybody's a little bit careful. Maybe Americans are even 
they have a different connection to the word pussy than I could ever guess, you know? <laughs> Might be. Yes. Tell me about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's tell you about it. I think that's a really good question that you're asking too. And in America, pussy is a derogatory word. And I don't like this at all. You use it to call somebody weak, scared. You'll hear it being used to say, I'm gonna have to think of an example because I just don't use it this way, but. Like, don't be a pussy. Yeah, we also yeah. have this. I think we have all the yeah. same meaning, but Americans have a stronger emotional reaction okay. to this. Because in Germany, like, using pussy yoga, it was like really a no-brainer. So the only thing that we had a problem with is that the method is actually amazing and pussy yoga might be sounding a little bit like gimmicky or belittling. So that was a little bit what I thought, like, oh, maybe the people for whom I write this will not recognize it as the valuable book that it is. So let's start to dig in now, too. What is pussy yoga? Okay, pussy yoga is basically based on my method of pelvic floor integration, where we connect to our pelvic floor. And the best way to connect to the pelvic floor, which is actually way bigger than most women think, it's not just the thing that you can feel and squeeze, like the first thing that comes to mind of every Western woman, in case she knows something about the pelvic floor, she's like, oh, it's the keggers, I have to squeeze, right? Or release also, yeah? No, no, it's actually way, way more. And in order to feel all of this, we need a new body-mind connection because we have been cut off from the pelvic floor, cut off from our pelvis, cut off from our sexuality. So we have all this to recover. So connecting to our pelvis is such a huge thing for us. The root chakra is actually sitting in the pelvic floor. And if we connect to this, this gives us a wonderful feeling of groundedness and connection And many of the things that are really bothering us every day, like what's the meaning of life? What's my purpose? Should I do this or that? Should I do work, work more or no? How do I meditate every day or whatever? So all those things, they just fall away when you connect to your root chakra and then you're rooted and you, you know, oh, I am here. So you're very present. You come into your existence. You connect to yourself. And then with this, there's so much that comes with this, like the self-esteem, the body love, everything developed from the body, not by thinking intellectually, oh, I should love my body. What went wrong in my childhood? You know, like all this intellectualizing. I love this too. I love therapy. I'm totally obsessed with psychology. But all of this goes only so deep. You you can use this. You should use this because you can't just live with your body, you know. <laughs> but But without the body, all of it doesn't make any sense. At least for me, it didn't make any sense until I found my pelvic floor. I thought, oh my God, where have I been? What have I done? Why didn't I know this before? And then I started telling this to my ladies because I was a belly dancer. I was a belly dance teacher when I discovered this. And every woman was really like, oh my God, that's incredible. Why did nobody tell me this? They should teach this in school. So, And now this is my mission to really bring this to as many women as possible And in the UK, there was an article published uh, together with an interview with me that now they are also starting to teach this to younger girls. They're starting from 12 to get them connected to their pelvic floor so they don't need to have all those operations and they don't have all the problems with bladder issues, birthing problems and all this old age incontinence. Isn't wow. that incredible? The more you are connected to your pelvic floor, 
the better your first sexual encounters will be. And the more empowering. Speaking of Regina Thomas-Schauer, I just saw a post about her talking about someone else who really looks into how girls are giving it all away to be liked. They're having non-consensual sex so that they can, again, just be liked. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad. Let's start talking about this earlier. Can we talk about how you found your pelvic floor a little bit more? What was that experience like? Lead us up into it and tell me what happened. Was it an aha moment or was it gradual? What happened? <laughs> okay, so I don't really actually know every, like what was exactly the very first point where I thought about the pelvic floor for the first time. But it was basically, I was a dancer and I was training and I also have studied architecture. And after my diploma, I decided, okay, now that that education is over, which career should I take? But then I, I just had to dance because I was so obsessed about the body-mind connection and finding the truth about like the meaning of life. So I thought, I'm so close. I'm so close. I can't let this go now. I studied so many things around dance, but then actually I think it was really my, my Rolfing, the deep tissue massage, uh, which really aligns your body. So my Rolfa was actually saying, so we have done the 10 sessions. Now we are ready to go, but I think you should look at your pelvic floor. And for me, this was a little bit weird because I was a professional belly dancer. I was dancing daily and then... I thought I have everything covered. And then also, I also did like the love ball exercises. And then I had started reading Kama Sutra when I was a teenager. So I was all into sex like really early. But also I think maybe in Germany it's also a little bit more open. Like we have uh, magazines where you get really nicely educated, you know, so it's not, not so much shame, you know, and I had too much sex with too many people. Definitely. And I also had more sex because I, my mind wanted it because I was a feminist and I thought, I'm gonna, I have to, to bleep this. Everywhere that comes my way that is attractive, that is inspiring. I just want this energy. I don't want to miss out anything. And my body was oftentimes like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't like this guy. Nah, we don't like this guy. You're like, actually, he's not my type even. Like, let, let leave me alone. So I said, no, we're doing this. Of course, the more experienced, the better. <laughs> and then afterwards, like a few years later, and then when I discovered my pelvic floor and I did a lot of this healing, I really thought, oh my God, what did I do to myself? I really abused myself. Just, okay, to be loved, to be popular, to have the, to be the wild woman with all the experience, aka slut. <laughs> but for me, it was like, no, I'm busting through all the cliches. I was like, no, somebody has to do it here. <laughs> but it was also a fun time. So I don't regret actually any of this. Everything was really important and important life lessons. Anyway, so then she said this about the pelvic floor and I thought like, how, what, I'm doing a lot of pelvic floor activities. What's going on? What's the problem here? And then, uh, like over time, because, um, like if I would have just been in the US, probably I would have said, okay, there are the keggers. Hmm, okay. So I'm doing them. I don't know what she wants. But in Switzerland and Germany, and I think also in France, there are more methods that are seeing the pelvic floor holistically, and they are connecting the pelvic floor with the rest of the body. So I studied with a lot of different methods, and then I really found out, okay, I really was not connected to the entirety of my pelvic floor, but it's a real network. If you boil it down to very simple facts, like three layers of muscles and also some various layers of uh, fascia that are going through those layers and around those layers and they're connecting to everything. They're connecting from the toes 
up into your torso and the pelvic floor is the center of it all. And then when I connected to the pelvic floor, I said, oh, wow, now I can dance way better. You know, I, my posture improved. Everything was just made so much more sense. And it was like a funny feeling, like getting into my body for the first time. It sounds so weird because I was a dancer. I was professionally dancing day and night, but I still wasn't in my body. And then connecting to my pelvic floor was really like getting into a glove, You're like really getting into my body, like wearing my body as an overall. So it was really incredible. And all my dance students, they also loved it. They were exactly as mind blown as me. This kicked it all off. So then I started to develop my methods. So everything that worked for me, I put it into my belly dancing because belly dancing without the pelvic floor doesn't make so much sense. And actually, when I went to Egypt, I saw that the dancers, they are dancing differently, but I didn't know what it was. I asked them and they also said, yeah, look what I'm doing. Do like me, like this, like this. And I say, yeah, but what, how? And we have mirror neurons, but there was a block. So I couldn't totally get it, what they were doing. But then with the pelvic floor training from Germany and then again to Egypt and pelvic floor in Germany. So through all of this, uh, I made this connection. And then I developed this method like over the time and everything that I teach, I actually have felt it in my body first. And then I did all the anatomical research. Is it possible? And many things are just now coming out because I felt like the connection from my big toes to my pelvic floor and there was no research about it. And now through the new fascia research, I have so much more scientific proof about my method. It's really incredible. Everything is coming together. I've worked also with trauma and then all the science comes together. And I'm really, really amazed. Can you tell us what some of those methods are that you use to connect with your pelvic floor? Because I don't know about anyone listening, but I am so curious to do this. I understand the health benefits of being more in tune with my body and sexuality, but I don't really know where to start. <laughs> Let's do it together. We can do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so well, oh my gosh. Yes. Wherever you are, ladies, come on and sit down can with us. Can men do this? Yes, everybody can do this. So this is, uh, this is for everybody. And I do also many workshops, like w when I do go to events and they are men, I also do workshops with men. And it's like, there can be some workshops for ladies only because we have the pussy. They don't have it. Like everybody with a pussy is welcome there. But I do also many workshops that where, where men are allowed because it's like, it's universal body knowledge. Actually, rather than having you stop driving or cleaning or exercising, we thought, why don't we separate out this amazing meditation? You'll hear about the results in a moment and have a bonus episode of the Boundless Heart podcast for everybody. So you can experience this meditation at a time that works for you every day if you want to. Use it as your morning practice and start your day in your body. You will find that right in your podcast feed as a bonus on the Boundless Heart podcast. How do you feel? I feel awesome. That was amazing. I feel so in my body. Wow. One of the questions from my community, Cynthia actually said, yoga meaning union. How does pussy yoga unify one's consciousness? And I feel like the exercise did that yeah. <laughs> for me. It, 
yeah, brought me back into my body. That's true. That, that's what I love about the word yoga, that it's really like we connect the mind and the body to actually become part of what we actually are, of the bigger consciousness. It's actually also a spiritual work. So my book is like on the intersection in between spirituality and science. So everything is science-backed. There is nothing that I just claim. It's really all-encompassing. And I'm really happy that science is catching up with spirituality. I am too. And you mentioned before that everything you teach, you experienced in your body first and then researched it. Exactly, exactly. But also I'm a normal scholar. So of course, I also do a lot of education, a lot of pelvic floor education, a lot of anatomy and dance education. So of course, I learn also a lot of things, but I only teach what I know to be true. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. So that wasn't squeezing it. <laughs> like we're taught. Yeah, of course you can squeeze a little squeeze here and there. It's also very good stuff. But if you only squeeze, you're actually just bringing the lower part of the pelvis together. So you're just bringing the lower part of the bones together. And then here, the third layer of the pelvic floor and all the important connective tissue above it, it's not being worked. So it's not being worked, it's not being integrated, and then it just hangs slack. And many women who come to me, they have already done a lot of kegels and the doctors give them, yeah, I have the, now the LV trainer. They said I should do it, but I hypertonic. So they hypertonic, they have already too much tension in their pelvic floor. And then they're still incontinent, the organs are coming down. So it's actually like if you only focus on the kegels, it's actually really, really bad. I think having the kegels is a good thing, but having only the kegels is really bad so it's integrated it's holistic exactly that's the only yeah. thing that works like yeah. everything else everything has to be <laughs> holistic and it's just the squeezing or putting some yoni eggs it can be like a quick fix you know it just shove in something there like a pacifier for the vagina and then shut up <laughs> be continent and it's really bad actually we need to connect to heal also to put our finger into our vagina and feel what we're doing there we need to the self-exploration many women when we're talking like in workshops and i ask them have you felt from the inside no i would never do that <laughs> so it's important i don't do this in my workshops but i put it in the book so my workshops are really like everybody's wearing their pants you know so it's more like a dance or like a yoga uh, workshops but in the book we also have self-exploration it's a big and important part also self-massages not everything has to be sexual but it has to be connection and anatomical knowledge about our own bodies What happens when women do connect with their own bodies? How do the women change? For everybody, it's different, but, but many things like the boundaries change. You know who you are. You know that you're not dependent on other people. You know what's important to you. You know where you are. And this is one thing. And then you become, of course, also more radiant. I don't know how this happens, but you just joy and pleasure it's all it just makes you radiant you're happy you're glowing from the inside i don't know how this glow happens i really don't know but it happens and after other workshops all the ladies are glowing like after our little exercise you have a different glow you know even i have now changed my voice has changed after our exercise it's hard to describe but 
it has so many layers and that's why I wrote the entire book <laughs> so, <laughs> so I could put all those things inside there <laughs> they wanted me to, to write a really uh, quick cute book like a little present book and then have like whatever 50 exercises and then they wanted to have it like a, a little cosmopolitan but in a book format <laughs> and then I gave them my book and they said oh my god you wrote two times more than we expected we, we, we didn't plan the budget what's that and then they said oh my god it's really good you're a first time author it can't be you know and the editor really didn't want to edit it she just said we can just cut it at the end <laughs> you know so I, I got like a 200 pages instead of 100 but then the 300 they they had to go so then I said okay then I'll edit it myself <laughs> it was really such a funny experience and I was really happy that I could put all my philosophy that I just knew about my body that I knew uh, to be true and that I knew that every woman needs to know that I could put it into one book. It sounds like you are an example of what you teach in that somebody else going to a publisher with something that the publisher didn't want might back down and say, oh, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll go change it. Or yeah, we can just do the little bit. But you're just like, I know who I am. I know what I teach. I know what needs to be said this is my book. And look at it, it was accepted. And now you are in your power. It's like you're connected in with your pelvic floor or something. Yeah, that's true. And you know, the publisher is also so happy. I'm like, they're, uh, I'm not the very, very top book of them, but I'm one of the few unicorns that they have. You know, because in publishing world, you also have like unicorns and pussy yoga is the unicorn of this publisher. Tell me about that. What does that mean? Unicorn in the startup language means that uh, it's like, you know, like you invest in so and so many startups, many fail, and then you have like one that is a Facebook, one is a Twitter, <laughs> you know, and this is called a unicorn in this sense. Got it. Yes, I love that. One of the questions that somebody asked from my community, Katie, was about bringing kink into yoga. And I thought that's not really what you're doing. I don't think because you're not teaching yoga per se, you're teaching pelvic floor integration as a type of yoga. I don't even want to say in the general sense, in the sense that it is bringing that connection to us. That's true. So I have some exercises that look like yoga. Some exercises look like Pilates. So it's really like the original meaning of yoga, connecting the body and mind through conscious movement. We have the conscious movement, but it's more like an exploration because you have also different ways of like Kundalini yoga, which is more like this. You have then the Ashtanga and every style of yoga has their own special thing. And of course, everything is based in yoga philosophy. For example, in, in the Western and especially in, in the German world, there have been many women, they have developed a special feminine yoga, like Luna yoga, I don't know if you know it, or hormonal yoga, where they say, we take yoga, but we strip off some things that don't fit us, that we feel are too masculine, that don't fit into our feminine way of how we want to work with yoga. And so this is like basically a little bit like what I'm doing. So I don't have specific poses, but and there's more like exploration. But basically, it's really like being present with your body and exploring what it's capable to do and exploring also like the sensations, the feelings, like really getting to know you. Because when you connect with your body like this, a lot of emotions come up. You can heal yourself without overanalyzing. You're just like oh in a... Yeah. Sign me up. 
Yeah, that's a, really because that's the the best thing. Because overanalyzing can really hold you back, and only understanding <laughs> what's up with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Healing without overthinking. <laughs> yeah, because the body uh, goes with you through everything. And this stuff is really stored in the tissue. And I'm so happy that the science is now there. Because before that, it was like, yeah, but how is it stored? Really, we store emotions in the tissue. Stuff that we don't process, it just gets stuck there. And then when we start to move it, and of course, we can do like a stretching and all those things, but we never go into our pelvis. And in the pelvis... There are really deep, deep things hidden there. Not only sexual things, not sexual trauma, but also like everything that has to do with your root, with your root chakra. All abandonment issues, everything that you experienced as a little baby. And you know what? Now there have been also studies with mice where we see that we really store stuff in our body that is not ours. It gets passed over from generations. And I will tell for all the listeners who maybe don't know the experiment, it was really incredible really shocking but on the other hand we have our bodies to sort this out so we're not alone we don't we're not, we are not don't no need for overwhelm because when i first heard that i thought ah there's no way out <laughs> i can't free myself ever yes it is okay there were mice and they, they were given an infusion of uh, rose water so it was like a rose petal scent and then they got also electroshocks and this put their bodies into a state of stress. So they had the heart rate up and all those things that are connected with stress. So they didn't like it. They wanted it to stop. And then there was this rose petal smell. Okay, so this was one generation of mice. This experiment was just done once and then it never came back. Then they procreated. They have their babies and then the babies grow up. The babies have no connections with rose petals. They have no idea about any of these things that nothing no electroshocks they have a very boring life so like the baby boomers they're having it really nice and then uh, they had kids and then those kids also grew up you know they don't have the bible they don't tell each other stories you know they it, it was just genetically transferred because when the babies got into contact with rose petal smell they had the same stress symptoms. There was no electroshock, but they had the same heart rate up, like uh, cardiovascular issues. It was the same thing. And the babies had really like, they, they have no way, you know, mice don't write anything down. They didn't tell each <laughs> yes. other stories. Maybe they tell each other stories that we don't understand. So that might be another thing. But what I understand from this experiment, that we really get these things from our grandparents and those they came before and we don't even know. That's why we have those. We're holding each other down. We're holding ourselves small because we're afraid. Because like being too visible, you know, people might kill you or somebody might rape you. Yeah. So that's why we are also playing small and doing these things. But our bodies can still heal this without us needing to know everything. That's the good news then. That is really good news. I had an interview with Karina Hammer a while back. It's episode four. She was talking about the same thing, how our bodies store the traumas, not our minds. So talk therapy can actually re-traumatize when we go over the story again and again. But if we get into the body and allow ourselves to be so present, 
like you said, those emotions can rise up. This happened to me just yesterday. <laughs> Actually, in a session with her, I just started crying and it was a root chakra session. And I knew those tears were coming from when I was a small child and they had been there for this many years. I'm 38 now, so that many years. And I knew how old they were and I didn't think it at all. They just came. I felt I knew and released. Yeah. It's magic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I was so drawn to Egyptian belly dance and music and everything without ever knowing why. And I had so many times where I was dancing, I was just crying and I had no idea what it was. I really no idea what that was, but I couldn't stop. And it was like an addiction. I needed, I knew which songs would trigger this and I needed to do this. And I did this for many years. And then like recently it stopped. Like it's three years ago, I cried my last time. This kind of thing, true, but I have no idea what, what it was. But it was really releasing on so many layers. And then after every crying session, newborn. Oh, <laughs> was it right? I, yeah. Yeah, we're different then. We've released, we're empty so we can fill with light or we can fill with love or whatever else we might want to feel, uh, fill with. Wow, amazing. How can people start? If somebody's interested in learning more about you, where can they go? Yeah, how can they start doing this with you? Yeah, so maybe the best thing would be to go to my homepage, coco-berlin.com. And there I also have some goodies. For example, one amazing goodie where you can start with a five-minute sensual stance workout where you just close your eyes and you start moving sensuously. And it's just five minutes and it's like a really wonderful entry point to the body where I guide you through and you can just feel amazing. And then, of course, the book. And then, of course, there's way more. But but I would say come to the homepage. It's the best way to meet me. Yeah, start there. I actually, this was a kind of a short notice interview, but I went and I submitted my email to that and I did that dance workout. Or it's not really a workout, but that yeah. movement. Yeah, yeah. And it felt great. And it did remind me, I teach kundalini yoga. So some of the movements reminded me a little bit of that, but I would say they're a little more sensual. And like you said, it's not about sex, but sex gets better when you're in your body fully. And you're not fully in your body until you're fully in your pelvic floor, right? Definitely. And sex gets better with belly dance. Not many people talk about it, but belly dance... Is really great for sex because you train your pelvic floor, you move your pelvis in these ways. Like it's really amazing. And uh, then of course, pussy yoga, we talk a lot about sex because the pelvic floor is essential for sex. So I, I don't know how people have sex without pelvic floor connection and without belly dance. I really do not know. I'm curious. <laughs> I think it's just an activity that is done because it needs to be done or should be done. This is why so much shame. And it is quite possible that there's more shame around sex in the US than there is in Europe. Yeah, that's true. I believe religions do it. School, we're really not taught in school much about it at all whatsoever. Porn is watched way too young and actually never really watched porn either, but porn is not reality. So Boys expect this, girls think they have to be this, and it's just like, no, no. That's why when you were talking about that UK stuff going on at 12 years old, I just 
that gives me hope. <laughs> I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I also hope that this will change. And you know, like we are blasting ahead. So we're telling the woman in this podcast about pussy yoga. And also really we encourage you to talk about this with your daughters, with your mothers, with all the women in your life. You don't need the book. Just connect to your pelvis. Just feel uh, your pelvis and talk with other women about it. Tell them. Yes. Let's breathe together. Sit and do this pelvic floor meditation. It's so easy. Yes. Yes. Wow, Coco, I wish we had another three hours together. We have so much to talk about in this arena, but I want to thank you so much for your time. This has been quite a pleasure, and I can't wait to connect more with my pelvic floor. Thank you so much, Elsie. It was really nice to, to be here with you. Thank you for the invitation. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye. Wow. I know one thing we're going to be doing at our next inner circle gathering, and that is some more of this pelvic floor integration that I've been learning from Coco Berlin's book. Now, I'm not an expert or a teacher, but I will share what I've learned. I highly recommend finding her because I truly believe that if women are not fully in their body, there will always be space for someone else to come and control us. Look at what's happening around the world. Look at what Texas just did. It's ridiculous. If we had a true connection into our pelvic floor, into our root chakra, we would not let these things happen. We just wouldn't. And we certainly wouldn't in our own lives. We would start standing up for ourselves. We would speak our truth because we would no longer seek home outside ourselves. We would no longer seek safety and validation outside ourselves. If you're ready for that and you're in support of women everywhere standing in their truth and coming home to themselves fully, totally embodied, the inner circle is where you want to be. It is open to you and it grows exponentially with every single member. I'm going to give a shout out to the members now, Karen, Barb, Misty, Katie, Robin, Angela, and you. The link is right in the show notes, and we'll see you there. Until next week, when Makia Smith-Thomas and I talk about codependency and empathy and how they are related but also confused and can also hold us back when we're not sure which is going on for us, how we typically self-diagnose incorrectly. Till that time, respect yourself shamelessly. Remember, the power is in your pussy. And don't give up on your life. Your dreams give hope and offer love. Real quick, I wanted to let you know that Karina Hammer has a deal for the Boundless Heart listeners. So if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Or if you simply haven't heard yet, you can have a nervous system recalibration session like the one I talked about in this episode with Corina Hammer for 15% off. Use the code LC15, that's the letter L, the letter C, and the number 15 for a 15% discount. The link is in the show notes. And now, per the request of the inner circle at our last gathering, I'd love to tell you all with the most love ever in my heart. See you next Tuesday.